0: What is up? Welcome to the Fight Against Mediocrity podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Karchner, and today I have a special treat for y'all. I just want to say thank you for listening. So today I'm going to actually share with you a snippet. uh, It's about 20 minutes of a uh, module from the foundation program. Now, the foundation program is a eight-week cohort program that I put together because I saw a need in the market to teach entrepreneurs the fundamentals, the basics of how to grow themselves and build a big foundation for their business to sit upon. And so in this module specifically, I talk about the four mistakes I see most often in goal setting. And as 2024 approaches us very rapidly, I want to make sure y'all are equipped with I'm saying y'all a lot, man. It must be, I moved to North Carolina and and it's rubbing off on me. So, uh, that's so funny. Um, anyways, I'm going to share this with you just for reference, uh, people who attend the foundation program pay $5,000 to attend. So, um, this is super valuable information, um, that I'm giving to you. And by the way, I am hosting a, where did I put it? A training on black Friday of 2023 uh, around how to set and accomplish your uh, big goals Um, goals that if you accomplish it would make it the best year ever and it's a free training i'm going to break down the accomplish anything blueprint which is right here for those of you watching on video accomplish anything blueprint it's a yearly planner that i created for business leaders and high achievers because as i started getting clients into the fight against mediocrity program people would all Entrepreneurs would always ask me, "How do you plan your day? How do you stay focused? How do you make sure you're setting the right goals? How all this stuff?" So this is different from any other um, planner that I've ever used or create or uh, seen. The first 70 pages just rewires your mind around goal achievement. It's not one that you pick up a target and it's pretty and fancy, um, but they don't teach you how to set goals. It actually rewires your brain for goal achievement and gives you the scientific back methods. And systems to be able to achieve your biggest goals. So that training is free. Um, there will be a link in the uh, description. Um, you can also go to, uh, yeah, there'll be a link in the description. So go there. Anyways, that's free training. Uh, let's, let's hop right into the four mistakes of goal setting. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoy the second part of this. All right. So goal setting mistakes, less than 3% of, um, less than 3% of people write down their goals. So if you write down your goals, you're already ahead of most, but then only 92% of those 3% actually accomplish their goals. And so there's something weird about that, right? Like if so many people, if so few write their goals down and then so few of those that write them down um, accomplish them. Did I say that right? 92% wait only 3% and 92%, whoa, I just, let me reread that. Of the 3% that have written goals, only 92% of them actually accomplish their goals. I think it's the opposite. 92% don't accomplish their goals. Wow, I've been saying that backwards for a long time. So only 8% of the 3% actually accomplish their goals. There you go. And so that that leaves you thinking like, what in the world? Because in when I did this, I was living in Cache Valley, but for example, Cache Valley, uh, Utah, Logan area, there's about 133,000 people that live there. And so running these, running through these numbers, that means that only two out of every thousand people will accomplish their goals. And so, and so it's not very many. And on average, when someone sets a the goal, they only stick with it for about 36 days on average. So I wanna go through some goal setting mistakes that I see very frequently so that you guys can um, make sure that you accomplish the goals you set for yourself. All right, so number one is setting goals that require someone else's agency. Um, This is a common mistake that I see of you set a goal but it requires that someone else do something or be something and it doesn't work for example, I had someone who set a goal. It was a very, you know, I can't fault him for setting this goal, but he set a goal that all, I think it was like 26 of his siblings and extended family members all went to church. Really cool goal, right? Like to to have the, the desire that all of your family goes to church, but he can't control that. And so Despite trying over and over and over and over again to do that, he may leave frustrated because there might be someone who, like no matter what he does, is just not going to do it. So instead of setting goals like that, you can you can set goals around like inviting so many people or or you know different things like that. But you're not going to be able to um, force anyone to do anything. Really, ultimately, you're the only one that can change. And so make sure that your goals are influenced by your actions and not the actions of somebody else. Does that make sense? I see I see it all the time. So um when you're setting goals for your team for your business, make sure that the goals you're setting, um you you are the one that has control over the outcome. Now um for example Lakin has the goal to have so many people um recruit so many people onto his team and he's not the only one that's going to be doing the recruiting. Now, he can't force his managers to go recruit, but he can train them. One of his goals could be, I'm going to train my managers how to recruit and encourage them and set goals with them, but um, he can't, you know, force them. So just keep that in mind as you're setting your goals. Number two is not having a deadline. I see this a lot. Um, A goal without a deadline is just a dream. And I realized that... uh, deadlines were so important and I'm pretty sure I shared this last week just on accident but when I was in college I was uh it was like two or three a.m. in the morning I was at the offices where I worked as an accountant at the time finishing it was like some sort of tax form or you know some bills were required for a project so I was finishing something for work and I also had a school project due the next day and I remember it was like 2 30 and I sat there and I was like why in the world am I doing this right now I am uh I am, I hate my job, I hate this school project, but I'm literally here at 2.30 in the morning, I said no to going to hang out with my friends to finish this project. And then it dawned on me, it was like, just hit me. I was like, why will I stick to a deadline that someone else set for me, but I won't stick to a deadline that I set for myself? Has anyone ever felt that before? Like you set a goal or you, you put on your calendar, hey, I'm gonna work on this thing, and then a friend or family member says, hey, do you want to go to dinner tonight? And you look at your calendar and you're like, supposed to work on your goal. We're like, oh, I'll just do that later. But if it's like a school assignment or someone else is counting counting on you, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I need to, I need to make sure I do that. And so I'd like to encourage you guys to, um, when you set deadlines for your goals, to stick to them and to, to make them as important as a deadline for school. Because most of us, when we had a deadline in school, we would... Stay up till midnight to do it. But why won't we do that for our own goals? Um, I already said this. The only difference between a goal and a deadline is uh, the only difference between a goal and a dream is a deadline. And a cool hack that I learned recently is when you're setting your goals, oftentimes in smart format, we'll put, um, I want to do X by this date, right? That's how we all do it, by this date but I would encourage you guys to write on or before this date because then it gives yourself permission to accomplish it before the deadline. It's a, it's a nuance, right? But set your goals. I want to do this on or before this date. Okay. Mistake number three is having no personal growth plan in place. Um, I see a lot of people who are like, Oh, I want to do this thing, but their actions and behaviors don't change. They don't work to grow into the goal and Jim Rohn famously said you don't achieve your goals which is just that sentence alone is very motivational right you don't achieve your goals he says you don't achieve your goals you grow into them right you don't achieve your goals you grow into them so if you want to do something you've never done before you have to become someone you've never been before and I love this analogy of the thermostat so um Most of you, I'm sure, have a thermostat in your house where when you set the temperature to 70 degrees um, and it's really cold outside and you open the door and start letting cold air into the house, what's going to happen? The heat, the heater is going to kick on and bring the temperature back up to that 70 degrees. Right. Same thing if it's really hot outside and you open the door, you open the windows and all the hot air starts coming into your house. What's going to happen? The AC is going to kick on and it's going to turn the AC on and bring the temperature down to 70 degrees. Whatever the set point is on the thermostat is what it's going to um, bring it to. And we all have set points in our lives for the different areas, um, different areas and different categories of our lives. And so you have a set point with how much money you make. You might not realize that, but how much money you make is actually because you have an internal set point, your health. You have an internal set point, your business, your relationships. We, I can prove this because say someone has a set point for so much money and then they win the lottery. What happens after a few years after someone wins the lottery? They lose it all, right? They spend it all, they lose it all, whatever. And they come back down to their original set point of where they are comfortable at, right? That's why it's crazy to me. Someone can win the lottery, hundreds of millions of dollars, but yet they lose it all because they are set. They come back to their set point. And so um, if we want to achieve our goals, we have to rise or um, increase our set point. And we do that by growing. We do that by investing in ourselves. And when we increase our set point by growing, everything in our life grows. We grow to that new set point. So in order to increase your set point, you need to grow. You need to invest in yourself. You need to become someone different. Warren Buffett, I've, I've shared this before, but it's just so powerful. He says, investing yourself is the best thing you can do because nobody can tax it or take it away. If you've maximized your talent, you've got a tremendous asset that can return tenfold. And it's cool that Kelsey Poulter is on the call today. Oh, she just turned off the camera. No, No worries, Kelsey. You're probably... With your uh, son, but it was cool because Kelsey used to charge. I can't remember what she used to charge for her uh, fitness coaching. I think Kevin, it was like, sorry. What did you used to charge for your fitness coaching? Like a thousand dollars? No, a hundred dollars a month. Okay, so a hundred dollars a month. And <laughs> what do you charge? What do you charge now? Um, above four hundred a month. So like yeah. twenty five hundred for a six month program, which is 2, like I was four hundred for a four month program. And Kevin got me to start charging 25 for six months. So it was awesome. And uh, what's cool about that. Why I wanted you to show that is because um, your set point for how much you charge will never drop back down to where it was at. Right. You're always going to be like 2,500 is like my new set point. If anything, I'm going to go up to three or 3,500 or 4,000. And so what's cool is when we increase our set points, they don't come back down and a good example of this is one of my mentors, Darren Hardy, um, for these set points, he always says, if you snapped your fingers and put 50 pounds on me, he says, by some, I don't know, weird miracle, you were able to put 50 pounds on me. He's like, I can guarantee you within a few months, I would be back down to my health set point because I have to be a certain body, percent, body fat percentage. That's my set point. And so, in life, um, if we want to improve something and we want to reach some goal, we have to raise our set point, And that happens by investing in ourselves. Um, Kelsey said, The funny thing is, my clients are way more invested and are going to see way better results. It almost raises a set point for them. Boom, mic drop there. If anyone needs to raise their prices, there's your proof. Those who pay, pay attention. Yep. Here's my quote. And, uh, I'm going to write a book about this someday. Here's my quote. You should be, and Laken and I have talked about this too, with pest control. It's funny because the people who get a good deal in pest control, they're typically their worst clients, but you should be more afraid of people. Um, you should be more afraid of the people who, who sign up at the lower price than people who say no at the higher price Than people saying no at the higher price. So, all right. So growth plan, setting up a growth plan for yourself. Um, I call this the five one 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 fifteen thirty ten. It's a lot simpler than it sounds. So for your eye goals, right? Say um say you have an eye goal to uh um I don't know. Anyone have one that they want to throw out? Say you have an eye goal to make a million dollars in a year, or let's do even one easier. Let's do uh Say I have an eye goal to um, improve your relationship with your spouse. There's one. So your growth plan. So if you just say, I just want to improve my relationship with my spouse, but you don't increase your set point, you don't grow. It's not going to happen, right? So how do you increase your set point? Here's what I, um, here's a growth plan that you can put in place to do that. You pick, you order five books on Amazon, the top rated books on improving relationships. You find one podcast that focuses on improving your relationship with your spouse. You find one course or a YouTube series or whatever that talks about improving your relationship with your spouse. You find one conference or event. Hopefully it could be one that you could go with your spouse too. And then you take your 15 minutes of your mind, non-negotiable, and you spend that reading those books. And then you take the 30 minutes that you're exercising for your non-negotiable And you spend that time listening to the podcast. And then the last 10% is you take 10% of what you earn and you reinvest it back in yourself. Now, all 10% doesn't have to be into this goal, but um, Brian Tracy is a famous self-development and sales expert. He challenges everyone he talks to to take 10%. He says two things, actually. He says, take 10% of what you earn and give it to tithing. And then he says, take another 10% and invest it in yourself. But I actually heard him, for for he'll often sometimes say a step further and he'll say, don't just take 10% of what you earn, take 10% of what you would like to earn. And so if your goal is to earn a million dollars in a year, you should carve out $100,000 to invest in yourself. And it, then it doesn't become a question of like, oh, should I invest in myself or what? And then it's like, okay, I have this money. What should I invest in? And uh, so the five, one, 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 fifteen, thirty, ten. So for each of your I goals, you can take this growth plan, and then this will allow you to raise your set point. Right? It'd be very difficult to read five books, listen to a podcast, a course, a conference, and not have your set point increased around whatever your I goal is. Does that make sense? Why that's so important? Can you get some nods or or any questions? that makes sense? Okay. This is your growth plan to raise your set point. Number four is, uh, and if you want to take a screenshot of this, you can because one of the uh, action items is going to be around this as well. Number four is a lack of urgency. And I, so a lot of people set goals, but there's no urgency to do it. And so sometimes it gets put on the back burner for way too long. Um, And I don't mean like, so much urgency that you're just burnt out, that you just lay, lay on the beach like drenched and drained and just like so burnt out that you can't even think. I'm talking about creating urgency and accomplishing your goals in sprints. That's why we talked about flow sessions last week because you wanna accomplish your goals in sprints. Um, and how I've been able to do that is creating self-created external deadlines. That's the phrase that I use for it. It's self-created external deadlines. And um, it's how I've been able to write two books. Because I would consider the accomplishment of a book. It's how I've been able to write two books, how I've been able to host two large conferences, how I've been able to create several programs over the last two years. A lot of people ask me, dude, how do you create so much content? How did you create so many programs? How did you write all these books? Do you guys want me to share with you how I did it? See if you're not scared. Um, I don't have to. Just kidding. So um, here's how you do it. Here are a few ways that I've learned how to create external deadlines, self-created external deadlines. And maybe I'll just give you some examples. So like for my book, The Fight Against Mediocrity, um, I kept procrastinating it Like I had it written, but I kept procrastinating the, uh, the, um, date that I'd ship them out. So I finally said, okay, I'm going to post on social media and email everyone that's already pre-ordered. I am shipping the books this day. Now, what does that do to me? Lights a fire under my butt. And I have to make sure I ship them that day. Everyone's counting on me. I told them, um, for the accomplish anything blueprint, um, there was a program called the create Own economy Club. And I told everyone that joined, hey, on this date, I'm going to deliver to you the Accomplish Anything Blueprint. I had all the ideas in my head, but I hadn't even started it. But I, I had sold it already. They they paid for it. And that's the same way I, I created the Fight Against Mediocrity 12-week program. I, I had seven people who paid me money. And I said, hey, this is the date it's going to start. You've already paid me money. This is the day it's going to start. And then I just had to do it, had to finish it. And so um, here are a few ways that you can create urgency for your I goals. Number one is enroll your family. So what does that mean? If you have an eye goal, maybe it's in a business growth I goal, tell your family, hey, if I reach this goal, am I yelling? I have these on, a. Uh, kind of feels like I'm yelling. Um, tell your family, hey, I have this goal to grow my business. Um, if I, if I get this goal, let's all go to Disney world. And then your kids, your wife, everyone's like helping you and encouraging you when you have to work late on it one night, they know that you're working late on it so that you do, they all can get that prize. Right. And set it, set the deadline. Hey, we're going to go to, if we accomplish this goal, we're going to go to Disneyland. So enrolling your family, declaring it publicly. So, uh, that's very much so like posting on social media sending it out to your list, telling your boss or your partner or your, your, team, like declare it to someone else and say, this is the deadline. Um, make there be consequences. I know, um, um, there's two ways that you could, two ways that I know that you could do this. Number one, you could say, Hey, if I don't accomplish this, I'm going to give someone a hundred dollars. For whatever reason that motivates people a lot, right? Like, um, there was an accountability group where Shane, if if people didn't accomplish what they were going to do, they would Venmo Shane money. I think that's a great business plan. If anyone wants to do that, is like if people don't do what they say they're going to do, they just Venmo you money. I think mean, that could be a very lucrative business idea. Another way is you can pick a charity or an organization that you don't agree with and you can write a check of of a pretty sizable amount and you can give it to a friend or a family member or coworker and be like, if I don't hit this goal, I want you to send this check. That'll, that'll light a fire under. Uh, you can gamify it, make a game out of it. Um, fourth is tie yourself to the masses. So in the book, Odyssey, um, there's a part where the sirens are making a beautiful noise and, uh, it's very difficult for, um, You guys know what I'm talking about in Odyssey. They, uh, the book Odyssey, they go through a channel and the sirens are making this beautiful noise that makes everyone um, jump off the ship and they all die. And so, um, what they did is actually he said, I want you to tie me to the mass, chain me to the mass, so that no matter how beautiful the sound of the sirens is, I will not be able to leave, I will not be able to escape. And I heard a, a, a real life example of this. The author of The Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, he had a year to write that. And it came down to, I think, like the last month or last couple of months. And he hadn't even started it because he loved going out with friends and hanging out and all this stuff. So I just how many of you are like that? Like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Right. Me, too. And so he's like, crap, I got to finish this. And I haven't even started and so what he did is he had his friends take out all of the clothes from his house, like all of his clothes. And so he was naked, I'm guessing naked or like in his underwear. And so they took all of his clothes. So, and he said, don't give me any clothes until I finish writing the hunchback of Notre Dame. And so I literally tied himself to the masses. He, he took away willpower, right? We learned that in previous modules that willpower doesn't work. You have to set up systems. Um, um, to make it work so you can tie yourself to the masses figure out a way to make it to uh to take the willpower out of it um you can create a competition or an opponent so you can um rally together a team or a group and uh, create a competition around it you can uh get an accountability partner or a group oftentimes this like if you want to go to start going to the gym i know very very there are very few ways to um start going to the gym, gym consistently that work better than just having someone else that meets you there and goes with you right hey i know tom is going to be there at 6am waiting for me i don't want to let him down um sell it then build it this has worked really well for me um get people to give you money for something and then you feel very obligated to finish it and so sell it then build it um, and this works for two ways. Like it works in the, in the sense of like creating urgency in a deadline, but it also in a a business sense, like you don't really want to create something unless you know, someone's going to buy it. Right. Because sometimes in our minds, we think an idea is better than it, than it really is. And so if no one buys it, then you don't have to build it. But if someone buys it, it does two things It it creates urgency, but it also just proves that it's a good idea. And so I would encourage any of you guys who are starting a business or creating an idea. And this, if you've ever read the book, um, Ready, Fire, Aim by uh, Mark Masterson. It's about how to go from zero to a hundred million dollars. He always says at first in stage one of being an entrepreneur, you want to just sell it before you go out and build it all out. Um, and then number, the last one, there's not numbers, uh, is sign up for the blank. So when I wanted to do a triathlon and a marathon, instead of overthinking and be like, Oh, can I be ready? When should I do it? I just found one and I just paid the money and signed up and just got to do it. So sign up, pay the money, um, sign up for the conference, sign up for the event, book the venue. If you want to throw your own event, book the venue, you know, just do something to get the inertia going and, um, create urgency. All right. So those are the four common mistakes that I see people make when they're setting goals. It requires someone else's agency. There's no deadline, there's no personal growth plan. And then there is a lack of urgency. All right. All right. I hope y'all loved that episode of the four mistakes, um, that I see most frequently in goal setting. Uh, I don't have sponsors on this, so if you enjoyed this episode, if you could share it with a friend, rate it, comment it, that would be in the world to me so that more people can benefit from uh, the podcast. And then also, again, just a reminder, I do have a free training on the Accomplish Anything Blueprint. This is the first time that I've ever you know, done any sort of training or anything like this. Previously, this blueprint has only been available to uh, clients of mine inside of my programs. This is the first time it's ever been available Uh, It's a free training on Black Friday. So click the link down below in the description, wherever you're listening to this. And uh, hopefully we'll see you there. Have a fantastic day. Catch you on the next episode.